Queen Elizabeth II has died. This is the Refresh from Insider. I'm Rob Gunther. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Buckingham Palace announced the Queen's death at her estate in Scotland, Balmoral. Elizabeth was Britain's longest reigning monarch, serving 70 years on the throne. She was 96 years old and had been in declining health for months. She became the monarch in 1952, when she was just 25 years old. Her son, Prince Charles, will now become king. We will update the story shortly. Queen Elizabeth II never expected to be monarch, but the course of her life changed when she was merely 10 years old. That's when her uncle King Edward VIII abdicated and her father became King George VI. She was crowned in 1953, but it was a few years earlier on her 21st birthday that she publicly pledged her life to the throne. I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service and to the service of our great imperial family to which we all belong. Elizabeth's reign spanned an unprecedented 70 years. Now, to put that in context, it began a decade before the Cuban Missile Crisis, through the rise and fall of the Berlin Wall and the invention of the Internet. She met with 13 out of the last 14 sitting U.S. presidents. She was a figure of calm and stability for her country, through crises ranging from World War II to the COVID pandemic. And very occasionally, she would address the nation during times of national grief, like after Princess Diana's tragic death. She was an exceptional and gifted human being. In good times and bad, she never lost her capacity to smile and laugh, nor to inspire others with her warmth and kindness. I admired and respected her for her energy and commitment to others and especially for her devotion to her two boys. It's not just the United Kingdom mourning her death today. Elizabeth was queen of 14 other Commonwealth countries as well, including Canada, Australia, and Jamaica. Southern California is already suffering record high temperatures and wildfires, and now a hurricane, too. Hurricane K has been lashing the Baja Peninsula, and it's expected to move north toward San Diego by late Friday. It's extremely rare for hurricanes to hit the West Coast, in part because of wind direction and cooler ocean temperatures. And while K could bring rain in the midst of a historic drought, it could also cause flash flooding, and the high winds could push swelter temperatures even higher and farther inland. An elected official in Nevada has been arrested and charged with killing an investigative journalist who wrote scathing articles about his office. Police say Clark County Public Administrator Robert Tellis most likely stabbed Las Vegas Review-Journal reporter Jeff Gehrman to death outside his home Friday. Law enforcement was able to place Tellis's car at the scene of the crime. Gehrman had been investigating Tellis's office for a culture of bullying and favoritism, after the reporting was published, Tellis, a Democrat, lost his re-election bid in June's primary. A Canadian community can finally breathe a sigh of relief. The second suspect of the Saskatchewan mass stabbing has been arrested. He died in custody shortly after being taken in. A source told the AP it was from self-inflicted injuries. The suspect had been on the run since Sunday when 10 people were stabbed to death and 18 others were injured, all but one victim had been from the James Smith Cree Nation. Police found him yesterday after he reportedly stole a truck. His brother was the second suspect in the killings and was found dead on Monday. It's been a career-defining week for Francis Tiafo. 
He's made it to the semifinals of the U.S. Open, the first American man to make it this far in the competition since 2006. The 24-year-old beat Andre Rublev in straight sets yesterday afternoon after shockingly beating champion Rafael Nadal on Monday. Next up, Tiafo takes on Spain's Carlos Alcaraz. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens, so check back whenever you want to know the latest. Coming up, we play two headlines and a lie. Scientists have successfully created a synthetic human microbiome. I promise this is cool. Stay with me here. Humans have trillions of microbes living inside our bodies, creating a microscopic ecosystem. Scientists believe this network helps our immune system and maybe even influences our moods. But it's unclear how. Well, to find out, researchers have for the first time combined more than 100 of these microbes and given them a home inside mice. The ecosystems are stable and could lead to future medical breakthroughs. Let's talk about the Oath Keepers. That's the far-right extremist group that's been accused of playing a big role in the January 6th insurrection. Well, that group's membership roster leaked, and the Anti-Defamation League Center on Extremism found that out of the nearly 4,000 names on this list, hundreds are members of the military and law enforcement, including police chiefs and sheriffs. And there are over 80 names on this list who either ran for or served in public office. In my opinion, you don't have to love sports to love talking about sports. So ahead of tonight's NFL season opener, here's a little cheat sheet to get you through any football-related conversations you might find yourself in today. There's only one game tonight. The Buffalo Bills head to California to take on the LA Rams, who won the Super Bowl last year. So will quarterback Matthew Stafford's ongoing tendonitis issues get in the way of a potential repeat title? I don't know, but you should ask your football friends. They'll definitely be impressed. In case you needed a reminder that a summer body is simply the body you exist in during the summer and Hollywood beach bodies aren't realistically attainable, Zac Efron is out with a cautionary tale. After getting absolutely ripped for his role in Baywatch, the actor told Men's Health he was left with six months worth of depression and insomnia. The training was so intense, he even took pills to dehydrate and make his muscles pop. He says he's being less strict about his physique now and feels much better. A man in China was lost in the clouds this week, and that's not a figure of speech. He was stuck in a hydrogen balloon for two days. The man was using the balloon to harvest pine nuts high up in the trees, but it became untethered and drifted away. Rescuers managed to call his cell phone and told him to slowly deflate the balloon. Eventually, he made it down safely 200 miles away from where he started. Chinese state media says his back was sore from standing the whole time. It's time for us to play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie. And Dave is out this week, so I have a new co-host, Rob Gunther. Welcome, Rob. Hey, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. And of course, our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here again to play with us. So as you know, Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter. So Maddie, can you remind our listeners how the game works? So I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than the Harry Styles spit video. (laughs) Jury's out on that, I think. (laughs) I know. It's a controversial take, but it's what I believe. (laughs) He spit. I've watched it so many times. He's, you know, it's like I've slow-moed it. It's unmistakable. This is real journalism, listeners. You're welcome. (laughs) 
And Rob and Rebecca, as always, you're going to try to guess which headline you think is the lie. And Dave, if you're listening, I plan to kick Rebecca's butt in your honor. I just have to say that it's written on the script. Rebecca, I have no interest in kicking anything. (laughs) Maddie, give us this week's headlines. Okay. Headline A, poop and pee fueled the huge algae boom in San Francisco Bay. Got it. Headline B, Sheehan said it will open an elderly dog sanctuary in an effort to do some good. (laughs) And headline C, a urologist used an electric truck to power a vasectomy. Wow. Rob, Dave didn't know what Sheehan was. I know this from a game we played several months ago, even. Do you do you know what Sheehan is? I, I might embarrass myself, but um, I think I think it's like one of those Instagram ad clothing stores. Huh, close enough. All right. Good job. You're hired forever. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so poop and pee fueling algae bloom. I don't know. I live in Austin, Texas. There's a ton of algae everywhere. I'm pretty sure a lot of it comes from poop and pee. So I'm going to go ahead and say that's a real one. Yes, I will have to agree. I know that in Long Island, I grew up on Long Island uh, in New York State, and in Suffolk County, they don't have sewer systems way out east on the island, and septic tanks frequently spill their contents into the bay, killing all the fish and resulting in similar algae blooms. Great. Okay, I'm going to say that the fake headline is B, the dog sanctuary sponsored by Sheehan, because... That one sounds kind of outrageous, but the other one, like a urologist powering a vasectomy with a what, Maddie? An electric truck. That sounds outrageous, but also real, you know? Like, it sounds like an exciting feat of science. So I'm going to go ahead and say headline B is the fake one. I really don't want three to be true, so I'm going to say that one because it sounds incredibly painful. Vasectomies are good for the world, Rob. (laughs) Yeah, but not powered by electric trucks. I'd like it done with local (laughs) anesthesia, please. But that means that you can just take your little truck and like do like to-go vasectomies, you know? Just order a vasectomy to your home. Vasectomies around the world. I like that world. So yeah, I'm going to stick to my headline B is the fake one. And Rob, you say headline C is the fake one? Correct. Maddie? Okay, Rebecca is correct. The Sheehan headline was the fake headline. (laughs) But I still beat Rob, and that's all that counts. Happy to take the L on that one. (laughs) Okay, tell us about the real headlines, Maddie. So, treated human waste full of nitrogen from 8 million residents is the culprit behind the rapid algae bloom in the San Francisco Bay. The bloom first showed up in July and has already killed tens of thousands of fish. And while scientists say climate change is partly to blame... The 37 plants in the area dumping everyone's dirty little secrets into the bay has kept the algae thriving. And the city said it can fix the problem by updating the wastewater facilities, but it's going to cost $14 billion. Oof. Love that story. (laughs) I just wanted to say poop and pee. (laughs) So the, the second real headline, a guy in Austin, Texas, shout out, actually got a vasectomy that was powered by an electric truck. When the power at his office went out, Dr. Christopher Yang and his staff called all the patients for the day to cancel their appointments. He and his staff joked that they could actually use a Rivian electric truck for one of the appointments, a vasectomy. The patient was amazingly okay with that, so they ran an extension cord from the truck into the office, and then snip, snip, (laughs) the doctor said the procedure went just as a normal one would. This is the future liberals want. (laughs) ambulatory vasectomies <laughs> this is the future of liberals want <laughs> maddie thank you so much and rob welcome for your first two headlines in a lie 
Thanks for having me. Be sure to visit MorningBrew.com to subscribe to their great daily newsletter and listen to the refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie. Make sure to follow the refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rob Gunther. Talk to you soon.